G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Rise and Shine, Rise and shine. with Robbo and Becky on Vision. Well, Brett Rahm from Focus on the Family Australia joins us this morning. Poor Kate's lost her voice, so please be praying for her. Morning, Brett. Yes, it's very good morning. It's very quiet in our household at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> I bet, I bet. But yeah, we will be praying yes, for her that do. her voice yeah. comes back. Hope she's back with no, us that'd soon. that'd be great. Mm, well, we want please. to talk to you today about uh, mobile phones. Of course, they are a great blessing, but also can be a little bit of a curse as well. And this, there's a school that's banned them. Mm. And yeah, people are thinking, oh, this is a life-changing thing, but it's it's probably something that maybe needed to be looked at a while ago. Yeah, it's, unfortunately, we do live in a digital age. Now, children aren't to blame that they're connected to it all the time because, mm. let's face it, we've allowed that to take place. And many parents are saying, oh, I wish I didn't give it to them. And then they haven't put parameters or or encouraged their children to have some internal filters and their children will go through that to the path of least resistance and it's a great babysitter. It keeps them mm. entertained. It keeps them engaged, gets them out of your hair and unfortunately has led to many, many children becoming more connected to their devices rather than connected to other human beings. Mm. But mm. it's not just kids, it's also adults as oh, well. Oh, for sure. I know that, you know, my oh. challenge I have yep. to say this year was to read 22 books because I knew I was spending too much time on my phone because before I know it, half an hour to an hour has gone and mm. I'm like, I got nothing done. Exactly. Yeah, I actually spoke at a mother's group one time and I shared about the fact that our kids are so connected. But I said that many, many of you may be, um, you know, hours go past and you're doing Candy Crush. And I, that was at the time, that was Candy Crush was a quite popular. And then two women after my presentation said, that's me. I can go two to three hours and I just get the kids in front of their devices and I just play Candy Crush. So it's a, it's a, a thing that we have to acknowledge that it, it is um, something that is so attractive and it actually releases these great chemistry stretches in our brain of endorphins and uh, dopamine and serotonin and they give us a little bit of euphoria it gives us a, a high and then we need more of it to keep that euphoria and that's the reason why it becomes so addicted yeah that's right and it can be a real challenge but obviously within a schooling environment you know, obviously teachers are trying to teach a class, kids are distracted, it, it can lead to sort of antisocial behaviour and all sorts of mm. other you know, negative things as well. So, you know, a bit of a bold move. I, I mean, this was a particular article I came across talking about a school in New South Wales that's just, you know, going to you know, ban um, mobile phones in high school. Um, but what are your thoughts around this? Do you think that that's a good thing? I mean, obviously, there's got to, somehow they've got to you know, manage all that. that. That sort of creates its own... Uh, challenges as well. What do you reckon about the idea of just uh, you know, put the phones away while you're at school? Yeah, very much so. I mean, they're not the first school to do it, no. but it got some headlines because obviously it got some traction um, uh, that it was so a novel thing that it was considered to be banned. Other schools have just encouraged children to keep it in their lockers, and if they do discover it, they actually gets removed from them. Mm. Um, but this one, they actually put it in a pouch that it meant that they couldn't connect it. It actually had a little tag on it. it went, 
which meant that they couldn't break that tag until the end of the day unless the teacher felt that it was worthwhile to do some sort of educational experience mm. with the children. Um, they didn't ban it for the uh, year 11s and 12s, so it's the younger age groups, but they actually discovered that the kids were relationally connecting and talking with one another. Uh, they were less... Um, behavioural issues related to phones. Funny enough, if they don't have it and everyone doesn't have it, then yeah. you don't have those behavioural behavioral issues. Um, but it, it seemed to be a good, res- good result. But then some kids decided, well, I'm not even going to bother taking my phone to school now because I can't be on it. So, And that was another good thing. Mm. But at the end of the day, it was actually the school had to implement this. And I'd rather that children um, have their own uh, internal filter to actually be more det- uh, determined not mm. to connect to this device all the time. Easier said than done, but it starts at home. Yep. And we as parents need to role model this and how we uh, are on our devices all the time. Do we have a technology-free zone? Do we actually have a technology-free night? Um, there's a whole variety of different things that we could do to implement that we're not necessarily having to be connected to digital devices all the time and create a family um, guideline. These are our boundaries. These are the expectations. These are our values. These are the reasons why. And let's include the kids in the decision-making process as well, because they're more likely to follow it through if they've had a chance to have a say. Oh, that's a good mm, one. That's See, a very that's good point. That's why we yeah. come to you, <laughs> the expert. Yeah, it's very true. And I think, you know, obviously, um, you know, leading by example is important because if you, you know, mum and dad have got the phone in mm. their hand, you know, saying, hey, put your phone down, <laughs> you know, like that's Hold not going to really carry much weight, is it? Yeah. They smell a hypocrite a mile away. So if they see you on your devices all the time. And I remember uh, a number of years ago, my son said to me one time, and I mean, because obviously my phone and many, many uh, phones are, it's their office. It's, you can get yeah. your emails, you can do your texts, you can actually do Excel spreadsheets, you can do all sorts of things on your devices. And uh, I was at home one time and I was doing something on my phone and my, my son said something like, you, you're worse than a 16-year-old girl, Dad. <laughs> I felt sorry for the 16-year-old girls. But the point was that he was saying to me, hey, Dad, get off your devices. You may be here physically, but you're not here emotionally and mm. relationally. And it really challenged me. Obviously, I have to be more uh, attentive now that I've got grandchildren staying with us at the moment, and I yeah. can easily go back to that default, you know, playing yep. on my phones all the time, and they just want my attention, and I can get lost in it. And I and Kate often just gives me a little bit of um, helpful correction <laughs> and say, you know, and it's always good to have those things because we can have our blind spots. Is that why she's lost and her voice, be Brent? Be- <laughs> because she's been yelling at you all the time. <laughs> It could be, but we won't go not. there. Of course not. <laughs> but the the fact remains, when we have our devices, these things are good and they're not against us. But mm. I would have to encourage parents, if your child cannot control their consumption on an iPad, I wouldn't be giving them a smartphone because you're just asking for trouble. Mm. Yeah, that's so right. So they have to be responsible and mature enough to say, I can actually... Um, turn it off when I need to turn it off. But if you give them a smartphone, um, which I believe is a not so smartphone because it doesn't have as many great filters, um, mm. but that they'll be on that device more and more. I mean, the average length of time a child will spend in front of a screen per day is about nine and a half hours. That includes education and homework, but also yeah. entertainment, socializing. Um, there's a lot of things that they do on on this device. And and as part of their education, many schools are doing that. So it, it happens. They're going to be on those devices all the time. So we need to actually put some rules and boundaries, like, for example, not having it in their rooms, not in their bathrooms, 
um, mm. and uh, have to be in an open forum. These are things that I think every family needs to have a bit of a family discussion regarding. Yeah, so true. And it really it raises another point, which we might hold and pick up on next week, and that's about you know, when do we introduce phones to kids and how do we do that? And you know, obviously, as you say, smartphones, there's you know, some great features, but they can have some negatives as well. So we might uh, dive into that a little bit more deeply yeah, that'd be next great. week. But yes, really good points that you're making there, Brett. And I think you know, for you know, me as a parent, I know mm. that the, the challenge is always back on me, like how am I actually modelling this uh, for hey, my family yeah, as well? You. So it's a good, uh, good thought, mate, and we'll uh, look forward to talk- talking again about this further next week. All right. Catch you next week. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au. 